Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Core. This is Core talking about video games on Wednesday, March 25th, 2019. 20, sorry, 2020. You kind of wish it was 2019. Yeah. Hey, what if we went back to 2019? Oh, my God. We we all complained so much about 2019. There's no going back. We there. did, but man. I well, maybe, we didn't know. Yeah. Maybe we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know how weird 2020 was going to be. But uh, hello. Oh, Welcome back. Know. We're glad to be here. We weren't here last week because schedules, but also... Uh, John had a successful move. John, how'd it go? Everything good? You're all you're all done. Yeah, I did movers. Let me tell you, a good idea. Better than uh, having just you do it is what you're saying. You'd rather have big beefy yes, men move your stuff. It was fantastic. They, I, my old apartment was on the third story. Ooh. It had several flights of stairs leading up to it. There were a lot of big, heavy things that had to be moved. Then they had to drive across town and drop it off at the new apartment. And the whole thing was done in an hour and 45 minutes. Wow. That's amazing. It you know what's, was you know insane. It took me days and days to get the boxes where they needed to be so they could come in and get this stuff. Right. And in an hour and 45 minutes, they they took it all, put it in a truck, drove the truck somewhere, took it out of the truck and put it where it needed to be. That's amazing. Aren't, Incredible. Yeah. Is, isn't it just astounding how strong they are? With the beefy men that he hired? Is that what you mean? Well, I mean, they don't even have to be beefy. Like, I hired movies, movers for my last move, and they weren't that beefy. Mm. They were young men, but they're just like, oh, here, this box is a little heavy. And it's like with one finger, they're like, okay, I got it. Man. And I'm just like, oh, man, I feel so emasculated, like, instantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're just juggling furniture and rolling down the thing, and I'm like, oh, man. Only way to do it, though, if you can. If you can. Like, if you can afford it, do it, because... It's the worst. I hate moving. I hate moving no matter what. But if I ever move again, I ain't doing it. I'm having someone oh, do it. Hire people. It is worth. It's worth it. it. Going to debt for it if you have to. Maybe not in these trying times. But <laughs> maybe not that. Far, okay. Maybe not quite know. that far. It's not that expensive to move. No. It's like especially if it's just like cross town or whatever. It's like, I don't know. We have a thing here. I don't know if I should bring this up. <laughs> I might get in trouble. All right. I'm going to bring it up. Uh, I brought it up. Maybe tell an allegory. I've told this on TMS before, but there is a thing, especially when I was growing up, maybe not as much now because I haven't had to deal with it, but um, growing up, if you uh, knew anybody who was a from of Tongan or um, uh, what's what's the other island? Uh, There's Tongan or starts with an S, Samoan. If you were Samoan or Tongan descent, you likely lived in a family that either for their main job or on the side would move your stuff or take your tree out of the yard for money. Now, this is going to sound a little bit weird, but it was a thing. So you would get on the phone and say, I'm looking for somebody to remove this 400-pound nightmare oak tree that's been in my front yard forever and the roots are starting to choke off everything. Uh, Can you come do it? Nine times out of ten, four Tongan guys or four Samoan guys, never mixed because they didn't like each other, would show up at your house and manhandle that tree the F out of the ground. And it was amazing nice. to watch. Yeah. They were strong and huge and just amazing, like specimens of like manly men. It's crazy to watch because I, you know, shift a little nightstand and I'm like, oh, I got to sit down for a minute. They come in, they put a blanket over something, they tape it all up, they flip them upside down, they toss them. I mean, Bo's not wrong when he's like, they just flip it up like yeah. it's nothing. It's yeah. true. They're just like, well, let's just go. Like you're talking, they walk in and then they walk out and half your stuff's gone. And you're like, what just happened? Yeah. 
they were here for a second and now this all this work is done they're straight to business too they just get right freaking to it and go and so i i would advise uh and i think a lot of people know this but my advice is always uh treat your movers very well Mm -hmm. offer them water Mm -hmm. offer them snacks if you can Mm -hmm. uh they appreciate it (laughs) and uh and you should be good to them use the pet option in the dialogue box Good mover. <laughs> well, I just mean like you know they're doing a hard job. Like it's, yeah, no. it's it sounded to, like you're taking care of a Pokemon or something. Yeah, the way the way both said it, I was picturing a like a it's like, it's like a <laughs> it's like a little wheel, and you're like, all right, feed time to feed, click, ding, and you, they kill. You know, you feed the little guy, and then later on you pet him, and I see where you were coming from. That might, and then that you're might like, this toy was fun, and you ignore it for a couple of days, and then they're dead. <laughs> you're like, oh no. Uh, Might make a great tycoon game. Oh, mover tycoons. Hey, it's not bad. Never seen that before. Let me think about that for a second. Has everyone ever done that? No. Because is it a boring idea? Is that why? (laughs) Video gamify it. Just you know, make it like people are moving constantly. Bing, 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 bing. And you got to hire your team. Yeah. Beef up your roster. Level them up. A little bit of crazy taxi. Trucks. Yeah. Get out there. Drive the Um, truck back. Try not to get in a wreck. Don't scrape up their furniture. Open up a secret drug muling truck service on the side. So, yeah, you know, have your illicit side. I'm into your. I'm into your idea. Yeah, watching too much better call Saul. I'm probably. ready to pay uh, good money for this early access experience on Steam. I like that you know it was going to be early access. Oh, Garen, freaking deed! That thing is not done. <laughs> it's just going to come out. <laughs> it's going to come out not finished. It'll be a year and a half before they do anything. Right toward the end, it'll get a bunch of negative reviews because the the devs aren't talking anymore. What happened to the devs? They're not saying anything, and then suddenly it'll be out, and everyone will be moving on to the next thing. Early access. That's the story in a nutshell. All right. Uh, <laughs> so sad. It is a little sad. It is a little but sad. Sometimes sure, it works. Sometimes sure. it sometimes it works. Sometimes it, early access is great, and you know you know when you're yeah. watching a dev prison, just go. Prison Architect was one as an example. Yep. That thing's constantly being advertised to me, and I'm like, I don't want to play it. I own it. I think the other one is uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Those dudes are freaking in my face constantly with updates. It's fun to watch. The those one guys. like that I'm curious about is RimWorld because it looks. Oh yeah, it looks so bad. But everything I read about it sounds like oh, this is interesting stuff. Overwhelmingly positive in all of the categories for reviews anywhere I ever see it. It's just off the charts. People love that game. But I look at it and I go, who, who? This looks like shit. This game you've made. Yeah, I can't play a game that looks this bad, can I? And then I then I argue with myself and I don't buy it. So give me a ten dollar sale. Maybe, maybe then maybe maybe it's just so ugly you guys it's a freaking ugliest video game ever made sorry sorry yeah. guys well but i yeah, mean like yeah, the, there's yeah. games like that like look how popular games like dwarf fortresses and stuff like that and that's basically ascii stuff that is that's, now that's stepping true. out of that but, but I are, yes ascii's worse that i don't want to play it but there's a level of credibility or respect to the ascii that we don't give to whatever you call the weird art style that RimWorld and Prison Architect uses. I just, yeah, I think they looks it doesn't look good in marketing or to watch. Like, I, it's it's a dist, it's a it's a very off putting style, and I'm a big fan of gameplay trumps, uh, you know, the look sometimes. Like, I prefer a game to play better than it looks, but I don't know. There's something about it. it looks like some junior high kids scrawled it out on his homework while he was in detention or something. 
something about the the quality of the art that just throws yeah. me. I can't do it. But anyway, RimWorld, catch it. Now available in early access on Steam. <laughs> we should, hey, we should talk about some stuff. So kind of an interesting week. Um, it begins with this. Despite all the uh, crackdowns and the people staying home and the whatnot, uh, the social distancing, it, there is still some stuff happening. In fact, two of the biggest games of the year came out the exact same day, those games being Doom Eternal for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. And uh, I guess the Switch version is still being made, but it's just not coming out at the same time. And then the other was uh, the Switch exclusive, Nintendo exclusive Animal Crossing New Horizons. I picked up both games, one of which I'd already pre-ordered ages ago, and then I had some credit, so that's what I bought Doom with, and played them both on the same day. And I have to say, we'll get into all of our impressions about the games and stuff um, as we go on here, but I have to say there was something really fun about playing, going back and forth, playing a bunch of Animal Crossing in the kitchen while Kim's watching some show or something. We're you know kind of trapped here on our own uh, with this uh, pandemic stuff, and so I'm over there just doing stuff on my island, gathering fruit, <laughs> visiting other people's islands, uh, fixing up my house, paying paying penance to freaking Tom Nook, the bastard, while he takes all my bells or my money and having a great time. And then I would leave that and I would go play the gory freaking ballet that is Doom Eternal. And it was a fun contrast to jump between those two games this weekend. Yeah. I really enjoyed that a lot. And... um We'll get into the, the game specifically here in a minute, but it was a big week. And despite the fact that there's so much going wrong, I think both of these games in their own weird way, for some of us, both of them, uh, were cathartic, you know? Like, what's more cathartic than getting some of your, your rage, your fear, and your frustration out on a bunch of demons uh, with a really cool shotgun that has some extra abilities you didn't never saw in the original game? Or what's better than getting lost on an island full of weird animals and, you know, fishing for the biggest fish so you can sell it and upgrade your house like these were great escapes yeah. uh, or even on a more you know basic level being told oh you got a social distance you got a social distance and then you go to a world where you can go and talk to a bunch of animals as close as you want you yep. can do whatever you want yep no rules man you can get right yeah. up in their face you can give them stuff dude i even have the first thing i had on my face in that game was i found a um a mask uh <laughs> a medical mask <laughs> Too- too real animal crossing too yeah, real. so he's running around with that on still and big dumb glasses and i'm having a blast on there the game's the game's a mix of like nintendo they have a hard time letting go of old ideas that they think are important and the game has a couple of missteps i would say that are just weird it's like i'll give you an example because i want you to understand my overall feeling about that game is i am so into it i freaking love it i'm a fan since the beginning I love the series. This is more of that. And then some, it's great. It is everything I wanted. But there are a couple of things that are weird. One of the features of the game is that it can host up to eight people in your island. So you and seven others. Okay. Yeah. And the way you do that is you go down to the little airport that's down by the beach and you tell this dodo that runs the airport. And I don't mean he's a jerk. I mean, he's an actual dodo. He's a bird. Mm-hmm. You go talk to him and you say, I'd like to open my, my airport to visitors fine no problem he says okay hang on goes to the computer tick 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 it does something with the internet and then it says all right your gates are open and the and these two gates in the airport entry thing go and they open up and then i can just leave and do my business now what that means is anybody who's on my friends list or if i've given a code to or otherwise finds me 
they'll see that my island's open and they can come fly to me, up to seven of them. Uh, when they do that, let's say I'm on the western end of the other side of the island fishing or I'm uh, planting something or I found some fossils or whatever it is I'm doing in this game, suddenly this big blue ticker at the top of the screen appears and says, so-and-so is flying to your island. Now, that's fine. I don't mind that. That's great. Uh -huh. I like to hear that they're doing it. But then it makes you stop what you're doing. The screen then flashes to like this fake, um, you know, when you go to the airport and you're looking up to see the times and arrivals and all that. They're digital now, but back in the day, they were like little little ticker things or whatever. So they're just yeah. a little animated ticker thing where it says so-and-so from such-and-such such island, arrival in whatever. And then... Again, you can't do anything while this is happening. There's a big screen doing this. There's some music, and it's telling you it's, that they're on their way. Then they have this next screen that, again, you can't do anything. You have to watch these icons of they're flying, they're flying, they're flying, and then the final one says in, descending. And then that takes forever. Then it fades out, fades in again, and you get to see a bird's eye view of your town and a shadow of their plane flying over it. For, for not very long, when you hear a captain going, yeah, we're landing soon, please bring your... Yeah, like that thing. And then, then it cuts to the inside of the airport where you see the person come joggling out. You know the little kid in that CNN interview or the uh, British mm -hmm. interview where the kid yeah. comes out doing whatever he was doing or doing like this? He's like, yeah, he you're like that. Job of it. He's like that. He comes walking out and then you see him. So if it's like Brian Ibbett's character, he's all bald and has glasses and he's kind of made to look like him. For some reason, he's in a tracksuit like an Armenian mobster. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> but he comes walking out there, and then you will get to see that, and then he kind of stands and smiles, and then circle wipe, and then now you can do stuff again. So that whole experience, they're so precious about you making sure that you really get to see this thing happen about this guy coming. Now, that might be one You'd think, okay, do that once in the game just for funsies and to just show me the ropes of how this is how they're arriving. No. Yeah. They do it every time anybody comes to your your place. So if and you can it, add up to seven people yeah, concurrently. In theory, and people could all, be churning in and out all day. Oh yeah, totally, totally. They could. Now I've never gone on long enough where that's happened to me, but I've had five people in at once: my kids and one other a listener or something. Sorry, I had to wait for all six or five or whatever it was of those people. Yeah, it was five because I was the sixth. I had to do that for every time that once somebody arrived and somebody would arrive oh and, and I'd be out working away or they'd be with me and we're trading stuff. And then all of a sudden, bing, so-and-so is flying to your thing. Fade out, do the thing, wait for the thing, wait for it. Do to they land. not know the day and age? Like imagine a streamer streaming their game and they open it up and their chat room is just like spamming their, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's that sounds awful. really weird. Like, <laughs> why can't people just drop in? I and know there's, there's no option maybe to turn that off. I mean, no, no, there's nothing, somewhere? nothing, nowhere. You can't do it. That's what I'm saying. Should, and I don't actually think write it's a heartfelt a, letter to this developer. <laughs> I don't even think it's a, it's a, I don't think it's a technical hurdle. Oh, that's weird. Everyone's cameras went weird. You're John, are now. you okay? I, I changed our <laughs> server because I lost you guys completely, oh. but I still had internet. So oh, you went oh, central. Hi. Okay. I'm back. For us, me and yeah. Bo were never left. Anyway, so, um, uh, so, so, they it's not a technical hurdle it's them thinking that people like that yeah they, no no there's an aesthetic to it right they're like it's important that we celebrate each new arrival in the game yeah it's like a it's like a they're precious about it i don't know how else to put it 
There's this feeling yeah, of like, a big oh, ceremony. It's a big ceremony. It's like deliberate. It's like animations you can't skip, or it's like, I don't know. Uh, but you don't have any. It's not like oh, when I pick this, it's a long wait. But let me do it. It happens randomly to you, right? Oh yeah, no, there's you, no you control. You're just because... like hanging out, and it's just like, hey, so someone could, in theory, to troll you, yeah. log in and log out of your server, and just constantly interrupt you until you quit or yeah. close your border. It really is disincentive. So there's a lot of disincentive to have people on your island, in my opinion. It's fun mm. while you do it, but all of that work may not be worth it. Then here's why it's worse. While they're there, you can't use the crafting station. It says visitors are here. You can't do that now. Um, or they're you're like I want to move my furniture around while they're out here looking at my house. I'm going to move my bed to the corner. I'm going to take this arcade cabinet, and move it to the other corner, or something. Oh no! And it'll say sorry, visitors are here. As if as if you're prancing around naked with your wiener out. It's just it well, won't what are you let supposed you do to do it. with your visitors? Is it just to look at your farm? You can trade your, your you can trade stuff so they can drop things. You can pick up things. It's a little Diablo y that way. The old Diablo way of throwing it That's on the cool. ground and they That's take cool. it. Yeah. So there's some of that. Um, seeing how they look, seeing what their setup is. If they're your best friends, which is an easy thing to set up so they're not just visitors, they can also like dig up your stuff and and they could really F you up if you don't trust them, but they can take your fruit and do some other stuff. And if they need some resources, it's a good place to go get them from your friends. And also your store has other items that their store doesn't. And that's mm. different every day. Oops. So they can go into your store and go, oh, you have these. I don't have these. So I'll buy them here. And also, I may be able to say, hey, Ibit, um, they're giving somebody, Tanner Goodman in our, in our community just did this. He found out that they were paying 500 and something bells per turnip. Turnips are a whole thing. Anyway. Yeah, it's like the stock market. Kind of, yeah. And and Ryan was like, whoa, let me get over there. And he went over there and made like a half a million freaking, uh, or no, sorry, I think he said 50,000 bells in like 10 minutes. And you never make that kind of money that quick. So there's lots of reasons for the exchange, but it's so disincentivizing to to have these kinds of weird hurdles, be they technical or otherwise. I just don't understand what they're freaking thinking. I understand that while people are there, some of the rules might have to change, but not giving you the ability to do the stuff you normally do in your town is just really dumb. And then calling and saying yeah. that the reason is because, well, you have visitors. You can't do that in front of the visitors. Yeah, I wonder if there's a like a tech element on that because that that seems weird. The the whole cutscene thing is a kind of I don't know. Nintendo sometimes gets precious about little things like that. It's mm -hmm. not just an Animal Crossing thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of things you'll see in games where it's like we need to make a big to do out of this little trivial thing because someone there just was really jazzed about it. Yeah. And you're like, what are we what are we so excited about? The Pokemon games are actually pretty notorious for this. They'll be like we got a new mode where you dress up your Pokemon and it's got to be a whole thing that you're going to have to do. And it's going to take a really long time. And for people that just don't care about it, it's all of a sudden this weird investment of time that the game is just very excited to introduce you to. And you, you just don't want to be there. Well, you said the magic word. It's a, there's a preciousness to it. Like they, they know what's best kind of feeling that they're doing here. And I think it's a mistake. Now they can, they could patch it. The switch has seen weirder patches and some more surprising stuff. They usually don't do that, but I, I could see it happening here. So maybe some of that gets refined. Maybe it doesn't. But I don't even remember New Leaf, which was on the 3DS and had online play for up to four people. I don't remember any of this. I remember you had to open your gates yeah. and you were told when somebody arrived, but you didn't have to sit through their freaking arrival animation every time. 
It was yeah, really I, weird. and it, it just depends on how well it's done, too. Like, New Leaf did have you could go to the island with the captain and he'd sing you a little song every time he took you to the island. But I freaking loved the song. It was great. I loved it every single time. I filmed it because I wanted to be able to hear it whenever I, I felt the need to. Yeah. Uh, I love the the little Captain Frog guy and his little song that he sings. I enjoyed that as much now as I did then. Because that stuff's um, charming. It's great. There's nothing wrong yeah. with any of that. That stuff's great. So so that stuff's good. But yeah, getting getting interrupted. I mean, I think the thing is is that you just don't have agency over it, like you right. said. Right. If I decide to go to the island and I know I'm going to get a weird cutscene, that's okay. But even then, remember, you could interrupt that boat dude and he'd say, oh, you don't want to hear it? Okay. And then you just load in. Oh, man. Why would you do that? I know. But but see, that's going to sing to you. But that's the power of it is that you you could be excited about the song like you or like me. But like, dude, I just want to get to the island and strip it of its valuable resources. Let's go. Right. It was valuable. Now, that being said, it's honestly the only bad thing I have to say. There are tons of other places in this game where they have. Uh, made really great quality of life improvements over previous installments, but also they've added systems here that I think are really good. The Nook Miles system, which I don't want to explain here because it's too hard to explain, but is a really, really cool kind of uh, questing system that just really makes it, there's always something to do and it's always compelling to do it, I feel. Um, I love going to islands and taking all their stuff and bringing it back to mine. I love making the money. I love planting the trees. I got all the fruit. They have a kind of an achievement system tied into this Nook Miles thing that creates a separate currency that lets you buy really rad stuff you couldn't get with regular money. Um, it's good. It's very, very good. It's just that weird multiplayer business. I don't get it. I just don't understand it. Now, maybe well, I haven't done the... with internet and multiplayer a lot. That's too. true. Now, I haven't tried this with uh, local, right? So you can do eight people in a local environment as well. Just eight switches, all everyone playing together. Let's not think for a minute about what that actually costs for people to do that. But anyway, uh, let's imagine that that's a thing where you got eight people in a room. Maybe they don't have all this rigmarole and you can just go in and out because you're on a local area network and it doesn't matter and they don't have weird internet stuff going on. I don't know. I doubt but it. It's because everyone's separated if we are the way we are now. I can't test it, so I don't even know. Is what it people on the same network or is it like near field communication? It's like, uh, well, um, that's a great question. I assume it's, I assume it's near field, like, People are Wi-Fiing back and forth. Like, isn't there a thing where you could tap two switches, or maybe it was a different console? I thought there was one you tapped your two handhelds together and then they paired. Oh, maybe Which one did that. There was was that a was thing? A switch, maybe, maybe I don't remember. But it's but it just seems like in this day and age they should be they really should be better about that multiplayer stuff. And maybe it was just an afterthought. I don't know because there's parts of this game that are really like fleshed out, like. John, you remember the 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 New Leaf, um, what's it called? The museum, right? Yeah. And the museum worked like this. You'd go talk to that dumb owl, and he'd evaluate your stuff. He does all that still after he built it. By the way, you kind of start with nothing. You go to this island, and you build tents to start with, and nobody lives there. And it's starting to feel like Jim Jones is going to make you drink Kool-Aid, and I'm not kidding. It's real <laughs> weird. Um, his freaking, what's his name's on a mic all the time, uh, T- Tom Nook. Saying, oh, on we, a mic? Yeah, he gets like, on a microphone and he's out in this like dirt pile in the middle of this camp in the middle of this island going, we will be the greatest island in the land of islands. No island will be more fun to view it. And I'm like, 
dude, I'm not drinking Kool-Aid at the end of this. I don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing. Mm-mm, no. So he's a freak. But anyway, and his two weird nephews are selling selling you all the stuff. Hold on. Stuff. I got an important question. Yeah. I don't mean to derail you, but I just thought of it. What? Uh, is what's her name? The uh, the mayor's secretary. She's from New Leaf so, so far nowhere to be seen. Doesn't mean what? she won't. Uh, doesn't mean she won't show up because like right now I'm just getting to the part. So, okay, let me back up. Blathers, the dumb owl from the museum, mm-hmm. he shows up. Or no, no, Nook tells me, hey, he's flying in here to check this place out. Um, you, should, uh, you should talk to him tomorrow when he gets here. Does he take a plane or does he fly because he's an owl? He, oh, I don't know. But they don't pause it to make you wait. <laughs> That's the fun part is I don't have to do that. But they set up a really temporary tent for him. I go see him and he says, oh, I'll take your donations. That'd be great. I'd love to have a museum here, but we can't afford it yet. I need some better no- donations. So you start giving him like dinosaur bones and whatever. And eventually he's like, ah, oh, you know what? I think we're going to do this. I just need this much wood or whatever. So you give him some wood, <laughs> you give wood to the owl and the, <laughs> and the, uh, and the owl launches the full blown museum takes overnight for it to show up. Cause the game runs in real time. And, uh, now it's a full museum. I go in there and in new leaf, when you went in there, you'd go into the different corridors, right? This is the butterfly area. Here's the dinosaur area. You go into those, and they were just kind of plain in one one room, and you know, little exhibit set up, and you could see which ones you donated. Not a big deal. You walk into this thing, it's like it's you're in the Smithsonian. It's bananas. It's huge and like kind of pretty, and like graphically, this is a huge bump for this game, generally speaking. But everything's got like multiple rooms and levels and. I feel like you're, it's just I, the, the detail that went into on this stuff. It's just almost like that team and whoever came up with this half-assed multiplayer stuff never, ever had lunch together. They don't know each other. They're like in different mm. planets. So it's very odd, but uh, the game itself is is a welcome thing. I love this series. My kids love it. So we're all playing together every night as much as we can, or at least at the very least we're doing things like, oh, hey, my store had a barbecue uh you want it and Taylor go, Oh yeah, I'd love it. I'm doing an outdoor thing. Okay, cool. And you can mail the barbecue through their little mailbox thing and they'll just get it. It's like, wow, mail. Think of it as how wow does mail. It's like that. That's cool. Yeah. That part's cool and doesn't mean, and you don't have to sit through dumb animations to get it. You just do it. So to me, that's where the multiplayer works well and it's fine. And you can send letters back and forth and just surprise each other or, or whatever. When I go to other people's towns, I draw a butt on their bulletin board because you can draw a butt up there if you want. Or we can draw whatever, but I put a butt, you know. You should. Yeah. Always put a butt is what I say. Um, what else can I say about it? It's just very good. If you like this kind of thing. I mean, I'm not going to... People who like Animal Crossing, you already know why you like it. And I can promise you there's way more of that plus a bunch more. And those are all good reasons to like it. Um, if you've never played it, you might like it. If you have played it and didn't like it before, I'm not sure this is going to change your mind. So you maybe, you know, I have never played an animal crossing. I mean, I think you'd like it just because you, you like fiddly stuff. Yeah. Like it sounds like massively unappealing. Like when it's described, (laughs) it's just like, it always makes it worse, but I somehow know on some level, it's probably got a fun game. loop. Yeah. You know, people who like it, like it for a reason. And, I think it could be something I would find enjoyable, but I can't work up any will or desire whatsoever. Like no excitement. I it's totally like, get it. I totally like, get like it. you're like, oh, this is a great game, Animal Crossing. You can do everything you just described. And I'm like, it's like someone inviting me to awake 
for a family I don't know. And I'm just like, I'm not going to go. <laughs> you know, like, you got to do better than this. Yeah, it's hard. But it's a hard can't. sell. It has to be what it is. It's just, I need to just try it. I don't know. Just... I universally love Animal Crossing games. Yeah. I, everyone I've played, I've enjoyed, but I still don't have a Switch. It doesn't have a so. Switch, yeah. And based on it's some not, of today's news, bad. you may not have a Switch for a while, given what we... Maybe not, because yeah. apparently they're really hard to get. Uh, I think that new Animal Crossing one looks really good, but I want a Switch Lite. Like, I've decided that if I get a Switch, that's how yeah, I'll get it. That's one, all so. I've played this on. By the way, I have a little... You see these little blue handles I have? What I love is how uh, mismatched yeah. it is. Well, we did this on purpose, because Dunaway has the blue the, the Switch that is this blue, yeah. and then he has the, the, the holder thing he bought, the accessory, is the yellow. So I had the yellow light, so I thought, well, I'm going to get the blue holder. So now he... the fin- it's the Finland colors, I think. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, blue and it's Finland or Sweden, maybe. Oh, that's cool. I really like I it though. It's got Sweden, nice grippies on Sweden. it. It's pretty good. Anyway, we got do- the Sweden flag. It's like the totally the Swedish flag. It's just a thing he and I did for the boop show. But anyway, that's yeah, nice. I think it looks nice. Yeah, it works out. It works out good. His it has is a just little personality to it. Makes it feel like it's yours yeah. instead of everybody else's. <laughs> exactly. I can't. I mean, you can get the yellow, but I just thought that sounded dumb, so I decided to color block on this thing. But well, nobody's sharing uh, consoles. Not anymore. Now. Not anymore. So uh-huh. you can't share your Switch, and guess who's not getting the lend of the PlayStation 4 for freaking Final oh, Fantasy no. Oh, no. <laughs> Back to square one. Oh, I forgot about that. His... I'm going to have to buy it. There's no way I'm not playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. So. It's a done deal, right? You're going to play I'll, it. I'll figure something out. I'll, you know. You got to play it. I have to play it. It's going to happen. I will find the yeah. funds for it. Yeah. People are going to expect us to talk about it, Bo. We need Who someone to play it. Play you got to play it. But I just need to. I need to actually play it. Like I'm so hot for it. I need to play it. So. Yeah, you've got. Look, if you have an erection for longer I'll than four it. days, get that game and play it. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to get the PlayStation Four. Pretty sure. All right. Just not sure if it's going to be a pro or a regular one, since I don't want to spend the extra money on a benefit I'm not going to really benefit from. Yeah, I wonder. I don't. I haven't heard in that game's case if there's any real advantage of a pro over a regular or not. Sometimes it's hard to tell yeah. with those things. These sometimes ha- it's a big deal. Sometimes it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, these little half step con- uh, consoles on both sides are weird. I don't. I don't. They didn't really. Pa- that, to me, they didn't. They didn't pan out the way I think I'd hope they would. They just yeah. weren't big jumps. No. Um, but anyways, the only other thing I would say is don't break your switch. Because Nintendo has shut down all American-based repair centers. So don't break your Switch. Okay, I'm going to put it gently over here, gingerly, as John would say. There it is. I put it down gingerly because they shut them down this week um, with no no idea when that would open again. But but quite literally, you won't get support if your Switch breaks. So even if it's a warranty thing, you're stuck for a while. So There's also a shortage. So if your answer is, well, I'll go buy another one while I wait. Uh, you can't do that either. Yeah, you can't get switches anywhere. Although, and, and copies of Animal Crossing are are super scarce. The game is a bona fide monster hit. If, even for people who haven't, you know, people who haven't played it, they don't understand, or people who don't like it, or like they don't get why this is a popular series. This is a huge series for them, and it's going to sell oh, yeah. like crazy. You, you know what part of Animal Crossing I think Bo would get into? What's that? Like, and again, this isn't going to sound like a good thing, but this is the part that if Bo ever came back and was like, guys, I love Animal Crossing. 
I think the thing he would get into is the people that move into your town because mm-hmm. there's always weird little quirks to the like animals that move in. Yeah. And they're the kinds of things that Bo gives to his characters in D and D. Yeah. Like you always get the guy that's like, bro, what's going on, bro? I just moved into this town, bro. <laughs> and like, that's just how he talks. Have, like a like, random affectation. That is yeah. Oh, yeah. It's super dad jokey. Mm-hmm. Everything about it's dad jokey. Like I caught the first time I caught a bass or no, a black bass fish. He always says something, a quippy line when you, when you catch a fish. And when I caught the black bass fish, he pulls it up and he goes, woo. And he says, the text says a black bass fish, the most metal of fish. And then you put it away. <laughs> Like it's dumb stuff like that, uh, or hey, it's no. a it's a perch. Where else are these birds gonna stand? <laughs> and he puts it in his pocket, like yeah. all the time. Dumb jokes like that. Tom Nook, full mm. of stupid shit. Like who, I don't know who's in charge of the the um, localization for this for Nintendo, but they kill it every time. It's all good. Mm. And the document mm. or the the documentation, the conversations you have with other animals is often very funny and super weird and. I don't know. I don't know why it's good. It just is. It's just good. It's just really good. All right. It's enough about that. I'll shut up about that game. Well, I can get the appeal. You can sit there all day and play SimCity or any number of games. That It's a simulator of a sort, right? True. True that. That's fair. That's fair way of putting it. All right. We're going to, we're saving our doom talk a little bit until we talk about games. Cause I only played two games this week and it was doom and that. Uh, Animal Crossing and Doom. So we're going to talk about that when we get to games. Uh, GameStop's not looking so great. They're probably going to go away. Um, they were in a little bit of trouble because they were staying. Uh, they were staying open in places that had lockdown orders from local governments and doing it anyway. Uh, telling their employees to tell police that uh, that they were an essential <laughs> retail essential service. Yeah, yeah essential service. So- they were in a lot of hot water to Doom Returnal release, then nobody cared. But no, during the lead up to that, it was a big topic of conversation. And I, we have a counterpart to your game spot up here in Canada, and that's EB Games. Oh yeah, I it used to be for Electronics Boutique. We used to have them here. They they don't have oh, them yeah? here anymore. Yeah, they used mm-hmm. to be well, EB. We had Babbage's, EB Software, etc. And then GameStop came and gobbled most of that up, but I think EB survived in Canada or something. We have some, we have some Canada stores. Yeah. I mean, they're everywhere, and they're basically they're pretty much GameStop. <laughs> like, you know, I'm when I picture a GameStop, I just picture an EB Games. It's probably fairly similar. Yeah, but I went to a GameStop and shopped on the Thursday last week to get some Steam Wallet funds, and I was like, I was happy they were open. I was like, this is essential. I need to play Doom Eternal. Yeah. You just, so, what do you do there? You just yeah. say, "Hey, I want, I want Steam dollars," or how do you? I don't know how that works. Yeah, just have gift cards. Uh, someone told, someone laughed at me and said, "Well, you could have gotten that like a Shoppers Drug Mart, which I think is a CVS for you guys." Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, you can get gift cards at the drugstore. Is so, that a CVS? <laughs> can you really? Wow. All right. Yeah. Can, yeah. I, can I do that you now? Could, can I go to CVS? Yes, and, you, you could go there you, right you, now. You, you can get, get gift card gift for cards. freaking Pizza Pizza at a. Well, I knew that, but I didn't know I could get game stuff there. Never saw that before. Man, there's like League of Legends cards. Like it's just crazy. You'll be in a drugstore and it's like, oh, it's for boring people like beauty products and it's for cleaning yourself and headache medicine. And you turn the corner, <laughs> it's like what I do League of Legends. Yes, clean game, myself. Game cards. Wow. Well, I, you know, you buy soaps and stuff, you know, yeah. sure. in your body. Shampoos. For your body. <laughs> <laughs> 
get those soaps for your body. Yeah. You need, you need to get that. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest, funniest, weirdest clarification ever about what the what soaps were. But all right. <laughs> yeah, well, they're so pernicious. We've only we only braved one store. Oh, yeah, dish soap. We only we only um braved one visit so far during the you know, the big part of the crackdown, and that was um well, that's not true. We've taken food to a family who who's sick from another sickness who needed food. We took uh, uh, cold medicine to a guy who has borderline pneumonia, but again, not COVID-19, but something else. It's funny. Those diseases don't take a rest during all this. They just sort of still happen the way they happen to people. But I'm glad, John, you had yours before all this. I'm so glad about that because now you're not doubling up or have the risk of doubling up, I should say. Anyway, took some NyQuil to a guy, but we always leave it at their doorstep. The most in-store thing we've done is we went to a Sprouts, which is like, mostly fruit and vegetables and, you know, kind of that kind of store. It was great, man. We were in there with plastic gloves and the, and the, and the people there were wearing the masks and the whatnot, but that place was stocked. It was great. There was everything you needed. Nothing was out. Oh, except spaghetti sauce for some reason. That was weird. Oh no. Yeah. But, um, that's the most, that's the bravest we've been. Not bravest. It's just, the, we don't want to, we're trying to, we're trying to adhere to this, trying to help. Yeah. We're trying to I help. went to a Safeway on Monday. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, fine. They actually had a lot of stuff, but, uh, it was, it made me want to play fallout again Mm. because there was this lady, you know how sometimes when you're doing the grocery shopping, there's just somebody you pass in every aisle, like you're doing the every aisle thing and they're just going the opposite way and you just pass each other every time. Sure. So there's this lady that I was just passing every single aisle. I'm not kidding you. She was wearing a mask, but it wasn't just like the little paper mask. It was like a ventilator with like vents on the side and stuff oh, so wow. it looked kind of cool yeah. and wastelandy mm-hmm. and she had like kind of wild hair and she's wearing a large like leather style coat she looked straight out of mad max cool. she had a shopping cart and she was just like the shopping cart was stacked and overflowing full of stuff and she's just going down the aisles quick she had gloves on and i, I was just like oh my gosh you are straight out of a fallout game yeah. this is incredible yeah like I'm just looking at it and I'm just like, I'm in that world. I have full immersion here you, in the grocery store. You should store. have talked to her and she'd have a quest or something for you. Or I don't know how yeah. that works. Show, you should have showed her your paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen paper? Oh my gosh, dude. That's crazy. Uh, did she yell at you? I run barter town and then speed off the other direction or <laughs> I wanted to talk to her, but she was very intense. Wow. That like I associate my brain just associated her with like a raider. Like don't, don't make her mad. You should play Maybe Fallout. What if you were gonna play Fallout? What would you What would you dust off and play right now? I probably to? do four because I haven't played much of it. I I've only played a little bit of four. It just didn't It just didn't stick like three did. I think three is the better game, but oh, I, I like four, four would be a, a mostly new experience for me. Yeah, I liked four a lot. I think New Vegas is my game, but um, I wish it looked like four. <laughs> I guess yeah. it can because I can mod it and stuff. But yeah, for me, uh, New Vegas is the best that thing ever got. Um, all right. Well, there's that story. So games. Oh yeah, and then GameStop. There's just no way. There's. I cannot see a future, and I'm not wishing this on them. Okay, everybody. I don't wish this on anybody. Uh, I don't know how they survived this. They were already on the edge. Well, they have a fist me, don't they? They have a. They have. Oh, fizzme. <laughs> uh, well, fizzme. Yeah. 
thought Bo was asking for something. I was worried. It's Fisame or Fisame. I thought it was Fisame. It's not Fisame. I don't know. Well, Englishers have to say it some a certain way, but it's Fisame. I have a. Do I still have this old file? Let me see. Like Fis, F I L S in French? I don't know if it's French's last name. It might be Dutch or something else. I don't know. But, uh, or Fis is your son. Yeah. Uh, Nick is your Fis. Well, his name is. His is a. He's an Islander. He's like. Well, I was talking about Tongans and Samoans. I think he's Samoan. And he's got a pretty traditional name, I think. Where is Do the, they speak French there? Uh Oh, maybe. It's a, Fr- it's a very French-like name, anyway. It just looks French to me. Oh, maybe it is. And M.A. means, like, loved. Oh. Let's so see. it's like loved son, almost. I used to have a great clip of him saying, we fit is it, but I can't find it. I think it's on an old we hard drive. We fit is, is it. it. Yep. Like, he's got that He's got that presenter tone down. Ah, uh, okay. So his parents immigrated to the United States from Haiti. Hey. That's a Haitian ass name. Hey. Yeah, okay. There you go. Well, that explains the the, the yeah. French then. Okay. Yeah, because they're French. They have a different dialect, so their right. French is like not quite French. Um, I like, thought he was Polynesian for some reason. I don't know why I thought that. Um, I mean, I think they just call it Creole, right? Uh, well, Creole's more or, like or Haitian or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, they're speaking Haiti. I want to get this right. I don't. We'll never get it. This right. is gonna be the second rule after the core guys <laughs> don't talk about sports. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Their French. Their official languages are both French and Haitian Creole. So it was. We were right. I've had, I have Creole seasoning upstairs, so there's that. Anyways, they're 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 because I speak French. I can speak with Haitians in French, and their names are always a little different. Like it's just it's just, it's hard to explain. I'm trying to think of an English analog. Well, Reginald Who speaks English weird in the world. Reginald Fizeme, known for his time at Nintendo, obviously, also his time at Pizza Hut before that. Yeah, um, Bigfoot Pizza was under his eye. That was his deal and i think it went really well for them and is he uh, also responsible for the the large sicilian or the spicy sicilian i don't remember what it was but man that pizza was good it was but good you basically lived in the bathroom once you had some oh yeah you were it was the greasiest most thick of thickest breadiest thing you ever ate you just not, yeah not was good. like you know i'm feeling like i need to just push everything through my system let me get a large <laughs> sicilian from pizza hut we'll just clean the whole works out it might have been him who knows but he's on the board is his deal now with gamestop and that usually doesn't mean a lot he's not a he's not ceo he's not a you know he's not directly involved in the day-to-day of that company he sits on a board with a bunch of other people um he's got his own stuff on the side he's doing investments and other things i don't think he has a whole lot of say and since this came out of nowhere and no one expected it i just cannot see how that board that leadership that ceo or anybody involved in gamestop i don't know what they do here they'd have to get a direct bailout to to survive this because they were already digital was already killing them um you just i just know how it's tenable I feel bad about like it. Nobody wants physical products like for their entertainment, right? Like no one's going to want to go to a store and get COVID. Cents for Madden, right? But I mean, if they're going to, here's the other thing: if you do, if you are that person, you're already switched over to getting it at Walmart or Target or somewhere else. You're already you're getting it via Amazon and through the mail and just having it show up on launch day. If you're that mm-hmm. serious about physical media, so you have that threat. Then the other threat of so much uptick in digital dis- distribution and delivery. Why would, why would they think they would survive that? I just don't know how they do after this. There's no way. And I, What's again, it like it bums me out there as a, as a middleman to hire up. Is it like 
we're about to turn this ship around and our payload payday's coming in like or do they know that they're marching into death you know what i mean like i don't know kind of know like just i'm just gonna walk this road until i'm in the ground i mean probably there's probably a feeling of inevitability around that place um I mean, it's I mean, hard to I say. I was out of there before it shifted. Like I was, I worked there when it was still very much physical media. There wasn't, you know, I think I left during the Xbox 360 days, maybe even before that, actually. Um, so and that they- wasn't really a fear at the time. That was when they were at their best because it was like, well, where else are you going to buy games? And yeah. And they trade them in and all that. They they were really the lords of all they surveyed in that market for the longest time. And technically they still are because nobody else survived and or wants anything to do with it. So I, I just don't know how they do it. And I and I'm and I, I kind of hope they figure out a way because I don't want to wish all those employees or anybody else any harm. I would like to see this work out. But yeah. after this, I don't know. No, it was an awesome first job to have. Yeah, I'll, I'll bet it was. That. I'll bet it was great, especially because you're a game nerd and you love this sh- shit. You know, yeah. There's reasons to to celebrate. I used to love going in a place like that, like back in the software etc. days, and then Babbage's, and then these guys. I just used to love it. I was just like, I cannot wait to go in there and just look around. I don't even have to buy anything. I just want to s- smell the smells and see the sights and wonder if I should get that used copy of blast core on the n64 or whatever <laughs> i used to love that blast but I, I and like in the mall now if there's one in there i'll go in like if i'm in the mall i haven't been in the mall in a while but yeah. you know next time i'm in the mall i will go because i like going in there the idea that that'll just be gone forever is a bummer and it's it's easy to throw shade on them for all the you know missteps and missed opportunities but i'm actually surprised they've lived or they've survived as long as they have i don't know how barnes and noble is staying around i don't get it yeah, that's true. We actually had um, locally here in Ottawa. There's a company called Mrs. Tiggy Winkles. What? Um, well, and- let's see where their problems started. <laughs> no, no, they've been around for a long time. Like as long as I've been alive. When I was a kid, that's where you go to buy all the cool Lego, the board games you couldn't get at the Zellers or Wal- the WalMarts of the day, Kmart. You know, like the cool toys and interesting slightly more expensive but couldn't find anywhere else kind of puzzle experiences or or or, you know just you know what the kind of items i'm talking about i'm sure there must be a big chain that does this but they've been operating forever and they just closed down a few weeks ago uh, and basically it's just they're just losing to amazon like people will come in and window shop and then go home and buy it online so when you say they it was it just like before, a showroom for their competitor, basically. Was it just before things got weird with the with the coronavirus? Yeah, yeah it was before it was before coronavirus because no, yeah, it was like on the turn of the decade or whatever. Like yeah. it was, uh, it's still pretty recent, but it was before it had nothing to do with coronavirus. They were just crash and burned after like a lifetime, like a few generations. It's not like ten or twenty years. I just don't remember how long. That's just crazy. But they're lo- they have multiple stores, but they're local. But they're just choked out. Like everyone just go- goes to the Tiggy Winkle store, Mrs. Tiggy Winkles, and says, "Oh, cool stuff. Let's go online and buy it." Did they have like no. uh? Did they? It's Titty Winkles or what's her name? <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> Titty, Titty Winkles. Titty Winkles is still open, Scott. Oh, 
It's okay. not as popular because we have to social distance, <laughs> but it's still open. Okay, I was good. I going to say, Titty Winkles might be a cool NPC name for D&D. Oh, do it. Put it. Bring it into the thing. We need to hear it. I'm Titty, I'm Titty Winkle. I'm Titty Winkle. Um, but, but, okay, but whatever her name is, did, she, did, she, did um, uh, was I, what was my point? I had a point. I can't remember. Oh, did they have a mascot? Was it a lady? Was she all like, no, oh, children? No, no mascot. It, just, just what it was called. It almost had a, an old time sort of, if you hearken back to like, like maybe the 70s of what a toy store looked like there, it yeah. kind of was frozen in time a bit because it was local. It didn't exactly update their look yeah. as quickly FAO as Big Schwartz. Oh, I love Maybe, that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I love that kind of place. Yeah, like, they were. It was a special place. I know the name sounds weird, but it, they were special places that, like, anyone you talk to locally would be like, "Oh yeah, the place is awesome." Nobody buying anything there though. Is that where you get yeah, your video so. games? Was from a place like no that? video games. It was it'd be toy like your super Legos. Oh, you know, just like I think of anything weird like uh, slinkies, but you know, you get the basic slinkies at the Walmart. But if mm-hmm. you want like the massive slinky, you got to go to this place. You know what I mean? Like. So it's a bit like, uh, sounds like Toys R Us here in the States. Did you guys have Toys I mean, R Us? Yeah, but it's those? like, again, the specials. They didn't have like the Barbies, like the, the oh, run-of-the-mill toys. Okay. It's like all the special edition toys, you know? Yeah, like FAO Schwartz or something like that. Yeah, I think it's I, FAO Schwartz is what it's probably like. Yeah. I don't know why I just thought of this. Probably because we were talking about weird places to buy video games. But I remember a time when if I wanted a new video game, my parents had to take me to Sears. I remember Sears having, they had a whole section, man. Like it was probably late uh, or maybe early, like just post Dreamcast, just PlayStation 2 just happened. Like right around then. This was Genesis stuff I was getting from Sears and it was in a case like a jeweler's case. (laughs) Like look down into it. It's like, ooh, would you like to select a video game? Oh, yes, I'll take uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, my good man. Yeah, is that the one where Knuckles is there? Sure, give me that. I, yeah. yeah, I I think that's, uh, I I think we got like our first Atari there when I was a little kid. And I think we got, I may have got my NES there. So yeah, Sears had a, they had a role to play for a while. Now they're gone. But I will forever feel bad that kids these days kids these days are not going to know the crazy enjoyable experience that was buying video games from a toys r us yeah that was pretty great that was a freaking awesome way to buy video games that felt so cool Mm -hmm. to grab your little piece of paper and you're like i'm getting echo the dolphin and then you (laughs) would take it up to the cash register and they would just scan a piece of paper you'd pay it and then you had to go to a special booth where a guy would open a little window and be like, what are you getting? And you'd be like, Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. And then he'd disappear back into this room for a little while, and then he'd come back and he'd give you Echo the Echo Dolphin. The Dolphin because great. the real games, all you have are the little laminated cards to grab. But back there, there was a whole vault of video games, and he had access to it in the cage. Yeah. yeah it was and good. as a kid, so the one I went to, it was bricked off. You couldn't see anything. It was just a window into like a brick room. And it might as well have been a portal to a magic video game land back there. Because you just could you could hand this guy anything and he'd come back with video games and it was amazing. I love that. I love that story. Yeah, so I'm this is basically us just talking about how you know we'll miss we'll miss retail stuff. As much as I love and I am all digital, man. I'm all in. I don't even have a CD ROM drive in this PC. 
Like I don't care about physical media and I probably never will again. Uh, with very few exceptions. Once in a while you have a one-off or a collector's edition or something that matters to you beyond just the game, but games themselves, movies, films, all that. It's just, I don't care now. So that being said, I still think really fondly on those things and I'll miss them. It's a sad little moment on our show. We should have sad music for it. Here. Well, they technically haven't closed down yet. Here, John, we're going to do one of these. Martha. Go. I write to you today because I'm sad. Morale in the camp is an important thing, and, well, we need entertainment for that. I remember the days of old Martha looking into a cabinet in a local Sears to find video games and entertainment. Those days are gone. Then I went to Toys R Us and gave a man a card. He would disappear and come back with video games for me. Those days are also past. And now, Martha, the last bastion of video game purchasing, a place where I can ask for a video game and then be told to buy a magazine and pre-order something and ask if I'm interested in a t-shirt or maybe a strange generic-looking toy associated with the product. Also, will I give them my phone? (laughs) And, hey, did you know there's a special edition that you could buy instead? And here's five random facts you maybe didn't know about the game. You can get that, too. Well, now that experience is behind us as well. (laughs) Martha, I don't expect I'll ever see you again. Like GameStop, I'm being put out to pasture. Never to be heard from again. Yours in this life and the next. Retail Guy 4. (laughs) You had to... You had to hesitate to think of what retail guy you were. That was a great thing. You settled on four, but I could tell your brain was really working on what number to pick. I, was I thought maybe you were going to leave it. I oh. thought you were going to leave it. Yeah, I was unsure. I had my finger on the button. I'm like, do I crank the music up now? But I thought you had a number coming, and I was going to wait. There it was. Oh, you forgot to offer disc protection. Oh <laughs> man, dang! That's oh, uh, what, what? What kind of punishment would you get if you missed your spot check? Yeah. What oh, I didn't do so many of the things. There, there was a specific way they wanted you to answer the phone. I didn't do that. They wanted you to go. Thank you for calling GameStop, where you can pre-order insert hot new video game here. How can I help you today? Yeah. No, nope, not doing that. People don't want to hear it. If they want to pre-order a video game, they'll tell me when they get on the phone with me. Yeah, I hated that. I hate that when any, anyone does that. Good. I don't like when McDonald's does it. Can I get you a? Can I get you a four hundred pound baconator butthole ex, uh, expressor, whatever? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I know what I want. It wasn't that. That's not the idea yeah, I want. Wait, can I re-recap? A four hundred pound <laughs> baconator butthole with espresso butter. Did I get that order right, sir? You know, if they have that, maybe I do want it. I kind of want to. I want to know what espresso butter is. I don't know either. (laughs) I don't know either. My baconator. My baconator. Who makes the bacon? It's not. That's a thing. But who makes that? That's Wendy's. No, Wendy's does. Yeah, I don't go to Wendy's very often because every time I have a baconator, yeah, it feels like a rock in my stomach. It is only the Baconator. I get this stomach ache, but it's in a very specific, precise spot. Oh, that's not good. You don't want that. You've got, but you got a pile. Yeah, you got a bacon pile up in your 
in your sigmoid or whatever. That's not good. Don't do that. I don't know. Well, if any other bacon's fine. Just baconator bacon. Oof. Oh, John, do you, that reminds me because I just said sigmoid. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember in the other or the older, I guess the DS, <laughs> the DS game and the 3DS game for Animal Crossing, you would sometimes the crack in the earth was like a fossil. Sometimes it was gold, whatever. Sometimes it was those little dancing little totem guys. Yeah, that would just. And they were called like digger, diggeroids or, or sigmoids or whatever they were called. Yeah. They had a name like that. They don't have those at all in here. There's what? N- none of them. I've never seen one. What am I going to fill my house with that's stupid, <laughs> useless, and makes a lot of noise? Oh, there's tons of that. Don't worry. Oh, okay. There's tons of that. I just I just found in a tree, I shook a tree, and what fell out was a one of those punching bag, boxing bags, where people are like, one of those. I have one of those now. And it was in a tree. I just shook the tree and it fell out. Who lives on this an- this island? Bunch of animals. It's insane. Those up in a tree. It makes no sense. I found. A- oh, and I found a guitar in a tree. A- an electric well, guitar. That I understand. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes sense. All right, time for this. What have we been playing this week? Well, I've talked ad nauseum about Animal Crossing. Nobody else has played it, so I'm now going to shut up about it and instead. Ask you guys what you think of Doom Eternal. I will first, before passing it to Bo, because I want to hear your thoughts first. Uh, I think it's harder than the last one and longer than the last one. <laughs> and I like it more than the last one. All right. What do you think? Uh, best game so far of the decade. Whoa. Jeez. So we're only three months into the decade. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like nothing has come out so far. I thought you meant the last decade, meaning of the last well, 10 years, this is the best game of the last well, 10 years. Uh, the reviewers have it wrong. This is a 10 on 10 game. Oh. I don't know what they're waiting for if <laughs> this game isn't a 10 on 10 game. It is a it is an ultimate expression of form. It feels like something new. Mm. even though there's nothing everything that's new is expressed in the feel and the gameplay aesthetic and not you know the graphics necessarily because yes it is a step up in a new engine but it still feels a bit like doom 2016 Mm -hmm. but it's beautiful it's gorgeous certain parts give me nightmares like they're just like they're scary super gore nest is amazing how far have you guys gotten into this i'm only in probably two and a half hours and so i don't actually know where i'm at um like first there's 13 missions yeah so one or two missions probably maybe. three miss it maybe three yeah something like that okay uh i'm assuming you beat it Bo. no no oh, okay. i've played all weekend this game I, I mean i'm playing on ultra violence and apparently i should try nightmare because it's different difficulty in this game but I'll, we'll get to that later hmm. so but, um, i'm at a place where the inside of your hub the colored palette changes Oh, you're a little Inside further than HUD? me. You're a little further than Hub, me. Hub, like you're the main place you hang out. Oh, okay, show. so you're, you're okay. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. so you're like maybe midway, probably. Yeah. Yeah, but um, oh, this game is amazing. So I've been playing. I'm using all three of my save slots. So what I'll do is I'll play the missions and I'll go back and unlock things, and then I'll you know I'll just I. I've been playing over and over the missions constantly. And then I, you know, I get to a point where I get stuck and it's kind of hard and I'll go back and I'll just unlock things and I'll come back and then I'll beat it. I've played the game over up to mission about nine, three times. Oh my gosh. 
you really and, played and, a lot. That's crazy. And then I, I've been doing the side. I got all the secrets. I've been doing all the side stuff. I've not been looking it up. Um, this is one of the best games I've played since Heroes. Like it's wow. a Heroes of the Storm level launch for me. Well, the, the, you games, said the reviewers have it wrong, but I'm, it's got a healthy. It's like ninety percent or higher everywhere. It's, I think yeah. Bo's just saying he he won't accept a, anything less than a perfect. Oh, story. I see. I see. Yeah, 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 it should be a ten. Like I don't know what's wrong with. I don't know what they're waiting for. Basically, like it's not perfect, but no game is perfect, and no game serves all players anymore. Like I think gone are the days where there's so few games that these flagship games are the ones you want to show. Doom is the game when someone doesn't play video games. Is the game I want to show people to be like, look how awesome gaming is, and I did that this week. Oh wow! I'm like somebody who hasn't played since like Doctor Mario. I'm like, you know what games are like these days, dude? He's like, no, it's just like, you know, like fun little thing. I'm like, come check this out. And I brought him to my desk, showed him Doom Eternal. He was like, holy shit. Ah! He's like, what? And he does decapitating things. I'm like, yes, yeah, son, gaming. And, you know, so I'm super stoked about this game. This is, oh, it's just, it's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, I am so happy to hear your review. I love that you love it so much. I really like it so far. And like, if I had... If I hadn't been so tied up with Animal Crossing, it'd be all I would be doing. And it sounds yeah, crazy it's tough to, to split. I didn't have that problem. Right. Basically, Borderlands 3. I've played 44 hours since Friday. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. But you're getting so it's, yeah, you're getting a lot out of that. So well, I mean, it's it's like like you said, it's 2016, but better, harder. But the way it's harder is that you learn to get master it, and then it's not hard anymore. There are enemies later in the campaign. Oh, those marauders. Holy crap. Yeah, I hear they're really hard. They're really rough. But once you start to get it, then you're like, ah, these things are easy. Mm. That's what's good about this kind of hard. Some hard is just hard. Yeah. And it's just always hard. And Doom is like, if you practice at it, you'll be like, oh, man, these things are all, you know, they're all, they're all, I own them now. They're not owning me. Like, I totally know how to dispatch these guys super easy. It's really good. It's also really good. It just feels like a kind of a ballet. There's a rhythm to it. Um, if you, if you're playing well, you get into a Zen mode. It reminds me of like just a hard Tetris where you're just focused and you're getting it right and you're chainsawing the guys you need to. You're, um, doing finishing moves on the ones you need to because you need the either the health or you need the, um, resources. You're doing flame stuff on guys when you know you need armor. And then you're repeating that sequence, but doing it in a way that's kind of elegant in a weird way. I mean, 2016 yeah. was like this too. I just feel like they really honed it here. It's very, very good. No, it, there's something. It's because the movement's so insane. You know, <laughs> like I will jump, dash forward, dash forward, get an execute on one of those floating heads, be above a pit. And then because I have a perk that lets me reset my dashes on a, glory kill i just backwards dash back to the ledge like it's ridiculous it's so good it also has music like this this makes you want to go make music though about you should go make some music i can't even come close to it's so good it's so good mick gordon dude that guy killing it in this game he knew the last one was also very good it's just really good no, the 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 opportunity to take the basic ingredients and to run around and do cool plays and just just figure get, when you're muscle, you know, when you're playing like heroes and like you kind of suck at a hero, but then it all sort of comes together and you're gracefully pushing the buttons and doing the thing. Like it has that with the guns and, and all that. But I mean, you have to, I guess, be playing it as 
<laughs> non-stop as I have because I'm just I'm so deep on this game. Yeah. The multiplayer, I don't know if it'll have a long leg or anything like that, but it also succeeds at being fun and unique. Did you so try? I, so I were log- you able to get into some games? Because I haven't actually yeah. done it. And like if I solo queue, you can just queue as it'll just randomly assign you a team. So I usually get the slayer. Mm-hmm. So you're the one guy versus the two, but you're super powerful. And like it's funny because you have to kill both of the enemies within 20 seconds, and I couldn't do it. I can always kill one of them, but I can never kill both. It was so hard in time because they can spawn minions to throw at you and stuff. Right. So not only are you fighting two people, but you're just playing like one of the matches you've been playing in single player with some of the stuff they're throwing at you. Um, so I thought it was really I, I got beat, but uh, it's it's unique enough that I'm like really in, into it and interested. It's just cool. Uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna keep at it, and uh, I like I really we like can it. Three so player far. it. Yeah, we should totally do that because it's a three. It's that asymmetric three player thing. John, uh, thoughts, feelings about your time so far. I like it. It's good. Um, it's it's definitely, you know, it's surprisingly cerebral. You know, you kind of you hear doom and you think run and gun and it definitely has that on the surface. But if you if you try to just like, OK, well, I'm going to just equip best gun and shoot until out of bullets and then move to next best gun. Like, you're going to have a bad time with this game. Like this game is almost a puzzle game level like thoughtful with how you have to encounter things and deal with things and and pass through the challenges that they put before you and there have been times like and it's so weird to say this where i've just gotten frustrated and been like i'm done with this game i don't know if i'm gonna play it anymore and walked away um the first time you fight a boss marauder was a real like challenge point for me um, I had a hard time with that and I died and I died and I died and I died and finally I just rage quit. I'm done with Are you this. Are talking game. with the I'm Doom not... Hunter or the Marauder? Is uh, it the axe guy? Axe guy yeah, or the, 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 the axe guy that gun. sends the axe guy yeah, that okay, sends yeah. wolves after you? That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that Marauder's just okay. We're talking about say he is yeah. like yeah, I had to stop playing too. And that's and when I, I started my second campaign. I'm like, well, I can't get past this point. I don't want to make it easier, so let me start over. Yeah, so I I went to bed because I was so I was just like I'm done. I'm I don't know if I'm gonna play this game again. And then the next morning, I was like, well, I'm gonna play some more games. And I got <laughs> in and I beat him on like the second try. And I was like, oh man, okay, all right. And it's just it's the same thing that happens to me when I play a puzzle game. You know, like that this is the same way that I would experience like Mist, where it's like I don't know what to do with this game anymore. I'm done. And you just call it a night. And then you wake up the next morning and you're like, wait a minute, I know what to do. I, I got this. And you go in there and you do it. And I'm kind of at that same spot because they've thrown a bunch of new enemy types at me all of a sudden. And I haven't gotten the flow of this new puzzle down of like, oh, gosh, how do I deal with a marauder and a sled guy? And uh, I can't remember the name, but the one that summons enemies and uh, Archvile. Yeah, how do I deal with an arch vial on top of all of this? And then you just turn around and there's just a mountain of bad guys because you thought the arch vial was the most important thing to deal with and everybody piled into a tube behind you and now you can't get out. Uh, it's crazy, but it's it's really, really good. And going back and playing with cheats on is a blast. Oh, And I love that the game just is like, yeah, go back and play with cheats enabled. And it's like, well, can I unlock things? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like you want to unlock things? Go it, back. It's like old hey, Doom. They're, they don't care. God mode. Go you know how it. we? You know how we set a challenge that you need to get 
X number precision headshots and it's a lot. Yeah. Well, it's a lot easier when you go into an old stage with infinite ammo and just use precision headshots on everything. And then it's unlocked in the main game when you get back into it. Um, so it, it's really cool to kind of power up your character that way and to find all the collectibles you're missing. Um, whenever I get frustrated, I do kind of what Bo did, uh, although it's not on a different save, but I do the mission select. Yeah. I go back to an old mission and I play through it with infinite ammo and, you know, a bunch of other little cheats and stuff enabled just to have fun. Did you um, try any uh, master levels? I haven't yet. I'm curious. About I haven't them. gone into master levels yet. Because the other thing about this game is that, you know, it seems the master levels are maybe some kind of end game as well content. So and it remixes the levels. I wonder. I wonder what that's going to be like in the future and stuff because I'm kind yeah. of excited about that. It it's nuts. It's a it's a really solid game. I'm enjoying it. It's tonally a little off for me. Um, it's it's funny because I hear Bo raving about it in ten out of ten. And when we were leading up to this, Bo expressed some serious concerns about this game. And when he was saying it, I was like, "Oh man, I don't really care about that. That's fine." And now we're here and I'm hearing him just rave about it. And the things he was worried about are the things that I'm like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this, which is the story is a little more self-serious than I like. It's a little less like go out and just kill things. And it's a little more like, here's the you're the doom guy and you need to know his history and where he came from. And here's a bunch of let's learn about the makers and all this stuff. And I just like. I don't know. You get the codex entries and I feel like this time I'm compelled to read it because they're pushing the story a little harder, but I don't want to read it. I just want to kill demons. Well, I think because I, I had the same reservations as you and I look at the story and I probably have the same opinion about, you know, it's not very engaging, but I think it needs to be there as a foil so that the doom guy, you and through the view of the doom guy is just like, whatever, I don't care about this. Like somebody's got to be spewing some some BS for you to be like uh, react against it, your character, right? So yeah. it just I just pick, like there's like this betrayer guy and your doom guy is just like whatever, just give me your gun and I'm gonna leave. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a you know it wasn't it at first I was a little bit like judging it harshly on it and then I realized I'm like since when do I ever give a crap about a story in a doom game anyway? So like it shouldn't be counted against it because. That's just not what the Doom and Wolfenstein formula ever relied on to be fun. You know well, what I mean? Well, the, the Wolfenstein changed that. Like, the Wolfenstein story I care immensely about. It's like, very good. Maybe but... too much, but um, mm. the Doom story, yeah. I, I think, honestly, I think the one slip-up they did in this game, because this was the moment for me where I was like, am I going to be happy about the story, is where that, like, king dude appears and he kneels. And I was like... Who's he kneeling to? Why is oh, he kneeling? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't What's he doing? Either. I was like, he just kills demons and doesn't care when people talk to him. And suddenly he cares about this one dude. Oh, yeah. I got a question um, about that. Is that supposed well, he, to be like uh, king of all uh, doom slayers? And he's like just one of the line. And he's like the. What I've pieced together from the lore is that they don't. There are these people called Sentinels, I think, or they're from Sentinel Prime, and maybe they're called Argenta. It's another race of people. They look okay. very human, though. The Betrayer is one of them. Okay. That guy you meet that's by himself. Right. Um, <clears throat> so this, the way I've pieced it together so far, and this might be spoilerish, but, you know, it's Doom, so who cares? Um, <laughs> that that you, um, you appeared before them. They don't know where you're from. You, one day you appeared and they they questioned but he was so violent 
that they took him in and trained him as one of their own. So he doesn't belong to them. It's sort of, and it's it's implied that you're human that somehow made it to this other world called Sentinel Prime, became a Sentinel. Then the Hell Priests tricked the Sentinels to invade Hell, and there they were betrayed by the Hell Priests, and the Sentinels were all killed, all but one, the Doom Slayer. Uh. And then the, and then the, the story of Doom 2016 is you know they've imprisoned him and he's trapped for all this time in Hell, mm-hmm. but alive, just contained. So the Sentinels are like an extinct race of people, but that's where he trained. And and there's a he does have a line of dialogue and a flashback at one point, but he was so engulfed in rage that he lost the ability to speak. Like at a certain point, he was never heard. Hear so he doesn't talk anymore. He just goes. That's, <laughs> that's it. his new language. And like my favorite level of this whole thing so far, I, I don't. You haven't gotten to it, Scott, but this was demoed, so it's not. It's mm. not a spoiler, actually. It, you watch some of that demo is where you go from Phobos, the moon of Mars to the surface of Mars by shooting a hole in Mars. (laughs) Wow. Really? It's you're uh, what's his face. Samuel is like, is this Samuel? What's that? Hey, Samuel, Samuel Hayden's like, uh, so we can get to hell. Problem is gates underground in Mars, kind of in the center of the planet. Doom guy is just like, no problem. And shoots a hole into the planet. (laughs) And then he proceeds to jump from debris and put himself into cannons just to turbo shoot himself down to the surface. <laughs> That's amazing. When you enter the gate to hell. It is so cool. It is the coolest thing I've ever done in a video game. That's pretty great. <laughs> my my favorite moment of all of that, though, is when he crash lands after shooting himself. There's a bunch of demons that are like fighting or just standing around and they just turn and stare at you. And in theory, I think you're supposed to just immediately open fire and lay waste to them. But it kind of took me a second because I was just finding it amusing. And they just continue to stare there. They don't go like, oh, get him or anything. They're just like, they're so shocked at what you've just done. <laughs> that they That's just awesome. stare at you quietly I, for a I minute. I killed them too fast. I know exactly the moment you're talking about. And I killed them too fast to pay attention. Because they do that in the super, the super shotgun sequence is also amazing. If I don't, you probably haven't gotten there. Have you got the super shotgun? No, is that the one where you reload every time and uh, yeah. it's a double yeah, barrel yeah, one? Two barrels. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah I haven't got five. that quite yet. Okay, so getting that part, the the battle before that, that blood room, amazing, mm. and also when you're handed that gun is one of the coolest moments. Really, I'm not going to spoil. Okay, it I love it. Yeah, 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 it's just it's so perfect. I'm excited. Have you now. unlocked the special perk for the super shotgun bow? Oh yeah, it owns. It's so good. It's, it's set, so it, it your flame belch. That's your fire thrower that makes enemies spit yeah. armor. Yeah. The the maximum perked up shotgun when you hook something with the the meat hook yeah. will do will also set them on fire. So you you hook them bring yourself over to them, shoot them with the shotgun and a bunch of armor. You heal yourself as you're shooting them. It's ridiculous. It's so good. It's such a cool, it's such a cool uh, cycle the way they do that. They like nailed it. Like the, the, you know, the, the alchemy that goes into, if it would have been just a little bit this way or that way, it would have ruined it. You know what I mean? It's, they just got the right balance. of. That's good. So can you, things. can you tell me lore wise if they, is it, is this just all a rewriting of doom and the old stuff doesn't matter? The, no, the, the implication no. is that the protagonist, of doom and doom 2 and doom 64 when he finished all those games was left wounded crazy wandering hell and then was found okay and trained and given additional powers and it's the same guy 
because you do see a flashback with the old doom helmet in it and all of that and so this is doom this is the doom guy he's just he's now just a refined piece of fighting monstrosity hood yeah yeah they also basically powered him up okay also this is worth getting um in the fortress of doom you mostly unlock power-ups but there's a classic doom guy skin What? That is so good. It's just like looks like leather, and then the helmet's just it's like looks like something out of an 80s sci-fi movie. I want to see got this. The ab flap torn open so his abs are just exposed. No it's, way. Yeah, it's it's perfect. And you don't have to pay for anything, you just unlock it in the game, and then it's permanently unlocked for all your future playthroughs. All right, I gotta see um, this because there's, there's gotta be something up. Oh, there it is. Like June classic Louise. skin. It is so and it's like that in all the cutscenes. So when you're going through all these cutscenes, instead of looking like a teched out, you know, 2020 type sold science fiction idea, yeah. you look like this just what the hell 80s movie dude. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so he's good. just got little gloves on. So even like when he's like grabbing things and pulling levers, it's just a little glove and a bare arm that That's he's doing great. right now. That's great. Like, I almost think they would have wanted to release this game with this skin, but they were it, I think this would have looked too weird to people. So they had to make it a skin or something. I forgot that the original art had his stupid stomach showing. Like, that is yeah. so dumb. He got, um, you remember in uh, episode three when Natalie Portman gets attacked by the cat and it basically gives her a belly shirt? Yeah. Like, uh, he had that happen to him. <laughs> like, he got he got sexy armor modded in the middle of combat and now he's just got a little ab window wow. permanently on his armor. That's really great. I like that they're going that way. Apparently, also, there's a bunch of skins coming. Weird stuff, like an undead one where he's just like a lot of bones and stuff. Looks like he's got... I have the zombie slayer one, but I don't know if that's the one you're talking about. I mean, it makes make sense to add some of that stuff to this thing, you know? Give people more of a... But, I mean, it's fun because it's in the cutscenes, too, so it's not just like a multiplayer thing. Like, yeah. I'm just like... Like, all the skins look pretty badass, I find. So like, oh. That original Doom art is so stupid. Yeah, all the demons look just thrilled to see him. They're just like, hey, bro, we're going to hang out. It's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, it's a real weird thing. All right. Well, hooray for them. It seems like they have a big head on their hands, and good job. Uh, John, you also played No Man's Sky and Chrono. Why are you playing Chrono Trigger again? I know it's your favorite video game of all time, but what happened there? Uh, yeah, that was it. That's That's really all there is to tell. It's my favorite video game of all time, so it's time to play through it again. Well... Cool. Uh, is it... <laughs> I can't, can't oh, recommend it enough. What That's version? It. What version are you playing? I'm playing the PC version, which is a little tricky. It looks a little weird on the high resolution screen. They did. They have a a cleanup, like high res graphics thing, mm-hmm. which actually makes the sprites look okay, but the backgrounds immediately look like garbage. Mm. So. Uh, it's been tricky to find how I like to play it. I do have a modded SNES mini, which I might hook up and just play it there instead. But I think the PC version uses the new translation that they used in the 3DS version and Mm -hmm. the new translation is really good. So, Oh, cool. It's hard to, hard to determine which is the best version of Chrono Trigger. I hope somebody does a definitive version at some point. That would be really nice. That would be cool. And never shows up in like, uh, you know, like the SNES mini and that didn't get it. And, you just don't see it show up in places where... Which is weird because it's considered one of the greatest games ever made. Yeah. It's not even in the Switch's library of SNES games where they keep adding them all the time. And I'm like, when's that one John loves going to show up? When's it going to show up? And it never shows up. Yeah, it's it's odd. But 
Yeah, played that. Played No Man's Sky. I that was kind of my weird jumping between Doom Eternal to something else um, game where you know very relaxing flying through space adventures and then killing demons horrifically. Well, but Scott, there's yeah. one we need to talk about. Oh, what's that? Oh shit! The dumb demo for for uh, freaking Resident Evil Three colon dude comes into the save rooms now.com is out uh you can play uh-huh. the you can play that demo you apparently played it. i'm not playing the demo i have the full game to play in or in uh april i'm doing it next you month know april's not very far away right i'm ready for it when it comes out for real but i'm not going to do the demo and then do it again forget the demo's it. really short you got to get practice in scott you gotta get Gotta get some practice. Does he come into uh, the, the save demo rooms? demo is great. No, he doesn't go into save rooms in this. Okay. He does in the game. In fact, he's barely he's barely in the demo. Okay, does he, he jump? He shows up at the very end. Does he jump way ahead of you like I've seen in video? Depends on how you play. I'm gonna like, p- he's di- he's dynamic. He does a lot of things. P is gonna come out of me when I play this. I just know it. <laughs> we, I think you should play the demo. It's like 25 minutes long. It's short. You only it's want so this, short. so I will freak out twice about a thing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's not going to happen. I'm not do you know do how it. many people will sub to your channel and uh, and check out? Yeah, all don't the you fun? like money, Scott? Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about money? Wow. This is just this <laughs> uh, place. No, I just want to say I did play the demo. It's really good. I'm really excited for this game. The dodge mechanic is incredible. That's the coolest thing that they've put in this game because there is something extremely satisfying about uh, you're dealing with more zombies in general than you were in two and two. It was like, okay, I'm in a hallway. There's two zombies. Now there's places where it's like, Oh, there's seven zombies coming towards me Mm. and they are bullet sponges just like they were in two. So, you know, okay, well I can't just unload on them. I'm going to have to run or I'm going to have to find some way to deal with them. Mm -hmm. And they've added a new uh, system where you press a button and Jill will dodge to the side. And if you time it just correct, they will miss their attack on you. You'll get a slowdown. And if you draw your weapon on the other side, she'll spin around in like slow-mo mode and be able to take a headshot on them. Uh, This also applies to the nemesis. Okay. And... So there were moments while while I was playing where there would be three zombies and I'd get a perfectly timed dodge and dodge out of the way of one and they'd fall down, but that would put me in the path of another and they'd lunge at me and I get a perfect time dodge around that one. And then there'd be a third and I get a perfect time dodge around that one. And you just get to the other end and you're like, I'm uh, this is the best. This is the greatest. Like it's what that game kind of needed yeah. where they were encouraging you to save your ammo and all of that. Uh, having an ability to actually try and counter what the zombies are doing to you is really empowering and really feels good. Uh, So it's a lot of fun. Nemesis is in it. He is very, uh, he's different than Mr. X for sure. Yeah. Um, I will say that I kind of figured out the seams. Like I, I'm hoping that it's a little less easy to see through the AI for him. Hmm. Um, I kind of figured it out pretty quick in the demo where it was like, oh, if I go here, he'll leave Uh-oh. every time he'll leave okay. as soon as I get to this one spot. Okay. So I would just go around and explore and then he'd show up and I'd go, all right. And I'd go to that spot and he'd leave. And then I'd explore some more and all of that. And I started to kind of see through the the patterns of it all. And, uh, but it's good. 
it's really really good a lot of fun i can't wait for I'm, the game i'm playing and scott it. you should play that demo people <laughs> will love it get get a taste for it you'll get good at dodging and then you'll play the game you'll be like there's no big deal all right john you'll say uh john was right and now i'm good at this game and now it's not as scary to me because i am empowered and i feel good and i feel ready to fight zombies how is jill in this game Joe. is she good is she cool is she fun is she... uh she seems kind of generic protagonisty mm. uh carlos seems to be uh have he's been replaced by keanu reeves for some reason like uh, shaggy keanu reeves wait actual he's not guest it's not oh. actually him but okay. it, it seems like somebody trying it's like they said hey we want you to play him a little keanu reeves-esque yeah so there's a lot of that like kind of Who's big right now in the in the world? Yeah. Hey, hmm, how about Keanu Reeves? Hmm. Yeah, there's a bit of that. And Barry's not in this, right? No, no Barry. That Barry. sucks. Unless they add something. But he, but this dude, Wesker. He's in it. Wesker. Wesker. It. Yeah. I don't know if Wesker's in three. He says Wesker. things. Let's see. Jill. Yeah. <laughs> Jill. Jill. I want to assure you, I'm not the villain. It, but isn't he basically he's i thought i never played three in the day okay so this and unlike two which i did play back in the day i didn't play three so i don't know anything about this except for i knew about nemesis and them retconning him backwards into two's remake and now making him leap forward and be a dick and also walk into the room while you're trying to save stuff oh. uh i don't think there's a lot of like character cameos except for everybody's favorite helicopter pilot brad vickers is in it sweet but uh that's i think he's really the only the only recurring he's not even really a recurring character oh i have a i have a here's a quote from him here you go i have the chaff all right no no yeah he has the chaff all right uh what else Bo played a lot of doom eternal oh you played a little war borderlands 3 did you well, I bought yeah, I bought that because we. Oh, missed that's right. So I bought that in the lead up to Doom Eternal, and I actually got to say, as a review of that game too, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's basically the Borderlands formula, but better. Like the jumping is more responsive, gunplay is better, a little better, not perfect. Yeah, it's not game of the decade like Doom Eternal, <laughs> but um, it it's still like it's very good entry in the Borderlands series, and mm. it's fun. Yeah. Um, that being said, there is a little, it still leans on some aesthetics from its original release, which I just don't think work anymore. Like zones have loading. It's very MMO questy, mm. right? Like yeah. here, get this quest. Now go to this location. I'm like, I can do this online. It, it doesn't, it's a bit hollow, at yeah. least playing solo in the game a bit. I find yeah. this time around and I wish they kind of streamlined it or just maybe less downtime between but is it still cool, cool getting good guns and going, yeah, that's a purple rare thing that I want to shoot? Like, that's still yeah, good? Yeah, it is, actually. Like, the gun, like at first, the guns are all really bad. So you kind of got to get through this hu initial hump where the game's a little bad and the guns are a little bad because you're a level one noob and they don't really put a lot of effort into making you feel very cool and good yeah. at first. But it's starting to get better. Like, the guns are starting to get cooler. There's mechanics. But it's kind of same old, same old. Like, there hasn't been anything really new. Uh, added to the game either like new in the way that doom eternal has refreshed shooter genre you know what i mean there's new characters um i doom eternal yeah doom eternal uh, guys it's a threat uh, uh that's all i really feel like talking about but um it's good i'm playing the robot guy he's very cool 
Yeah. I think the characters don't look that exciting when you kind of look at them on a poster. Yeah. Or even watch the trailer, but they're actually there's he has this weird Spock like personality. Uh he's kind of just he makes all the situations uncomfortable, but is very muted emotionally. I like I like that character quite a bit. Does he sound like this? Activate Pac-Man. Is that, is that not at all? No? Okay. All right. It's a little He sounds like this. <laughs> Like a typical robot. <laughs> yep, that's every robot I've met. Yeah. Of all the ones I've met, that's one of them. Jill. All right. Anyway, hey, look at this. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, you watched a bunch of Half-Life Alex. So I found out today. Okay, let me back up. They're making, apparently that game's really good. Apparently it's Also a 10 out of 10 game. Yeah, everyone's raving about it and losing their minds. And it's a VR game and that alone is a big deal. So... Also, it's like Resident Evil 3. I don't... <laughs> it's scary. It's going to scare me, oh, for sure. Um, everything it's I've seen really video-wise looks like it's going to just freaking kill me. Um, but it's it's great to see something finally get the kind of accolades that you normally reserve for games that aren't VR, and, they, and people are really freaking out about it. So here's the thing. I have an Oculus Quest. I really like that device. It's coming to that device natively. I didn't realize... I guess I kind of did, but I can plug a cable in now. I have the cable, and I can play that game on Steam if I want. Yeah, there was like a cable. news item, like I want to say six months ago, where they unveiled this, and then everyone was like, why would I buy the more expensive version? <laughs> they didn't tell people at the time of launch. Of oh, the yeah, products. yeah, yeah. We, and we've been, yeah. Uh, been through that. But that, as far as this goes, I thought Alex was only going to run on Valve headsets and on Vive headsets, and that was it. I didn't think the Oculus oh, beside no, was going to no, get him. Oh, you didn't know that? I no, didn't no, know Oculus that. That's what threw. That's what threw me. I knew it was. I knew they were making a native version for the Quest, and that was coming, and that still is coming. Um, but it didn't launch on launch day. If I get this now, oh, on you Steam, mean the other models? Correct. Okay. Because that game's coming out on everything that does VR, like yeah. PlayStation's getting a version. Uh, for sure. Yeah, for it's sure. that's happening, but. Obviously, the PC version is the flagship version. That's the one I really want to play. And now that I know I can do that, I may just play that thing. But also, uh, you should. But just be careful. It, it's scary. So I um, what you can do is when you play on your headset on the screen, there's a HUD. Yeah. So that people can sit with you and watch what you're doing in right. the game. Right. So uh, my friend Crofton, whom I now talk about as a regular thing on the show, apparently, um, he streamed it to me over Discord. Right. So I was watching his HUD from my home because, you know, we're all quarantined, right? Right. I can't go over and try it. Right. And I, I watched him for like four hours last night. I was enthralled. You were that into and it? I, I didn't even have the VR, but like I've used VR, so I kind of know what he was going through. And like the head crab would just jump. Yeah. And just get near him. And it has this floaty. It's not like super agile like a Doom monster. It just kind of floats and yeah. it's the ground. And this is Crofton. Ah! <laughs> He's getting me! He's coming to get me! <laughs> and it was so much fun like you're gonna hate that you should play with john on in your ear so that john can it's... laugh at me the first <laughs> levels you're like stuck in the sewers with those tongue guys yeah and it's a half-life game which means it's part puzzle so like there's one point where you're in this room full of those zombie guys mm -hmm. but there's also explosive barrels everywhere which the game up to that point has taught you to pick up explosive barrels throw them at enemies and shoot with your gun right yeah well, in this room, if you explode a barrel, the whole room explodes. Oh. So, so that, and like every angle, because it's in VR, it's like, oh, I got a shot. Then the zombie moves, and behind him is an explosive barrel, and you're like, ah, I almost shot the barrel. It's it's incredible. They've 
it's out of his world. Yeah, I need to. I need to freaking play it. I think I need to play it. It just sounds like there's so much Half Life in there too, and I'm, you know, we all miss that terribly. And it sounds like they made a proper game, like a legit game. So, oh man, Uh, the reviews reviews on Steam are through the freaking roof. So, I think we're I think we're in for a good time. So I'll try that out. We'll see how it goes. Now. Time for this. That's a good question. Quick email from JP. This is not JP, JP, as far as I know. Oh, not JP, JP, JP. Not JP, 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 JP. Or Japes, yeah. as we sometimes or call Japes, him. Or Japes, yeah. I miss that guy, though. He was great. I like that guy. Yeah, me too. He says, uh, did I tell you I met him when I was in Columbus? I got to hang out with him for a bit. It was fun. Oh, I think so. I remember you were going to do a talk there. Yeah, or something, right? they were, he was at a, a comics, comics convention thing that I went to, uh, and... He was great. He was exactly what you think he is. Super nice. Great guy to hang around. Anyway, uh, this says, this isn't him. This is some other JP. He says, a core question for the core gamers. I hope this is the right place to post core questions. I could just be blind, though. Uh, he means about where he sent it. Anyway, I wanted to say that the whole uh, lolly wafu, waifu interaction Uh-oh. had me cracking Uh-oh. up so hard. But when, but when Bo said, quote, and then you have traps, unquote. I nearly crashed my car. Anyway, as far as my question goes, Scott, seemed, it seemed like you wanted to say something about EVE Online and then stopped yourself. I'm curious what it was going to be and even more curious about what stopped you. <laughs> EVE is such a cool thing to read about, but it's so hard to get into. Um, all right, JP. <laughs> I like that it's an email about EVE, but it opens with the, the waifu trap business. <laughs> I mean, he must have been in the so know. What do you enough. want us to talk about? Well, all right. So here's, I don't remember the Eve thing or why I stopped talking about it. I remember. I put it in the list of stuff, but we didn't actually talk about it. Oh. You might have started, but we had a pretty full roster, so you might have cut it. What was it? Do you remember? Um, yeah, I remember. So, um, oh, here it is. Eve, he, Eve he Online player thinks no one will notice he hauls $5,000 worth of items is wrong. Eve Online players are like the Illuminati of gamers at this point, is what it says. Is this the story? Yeah, so this article went up on PC Gamer again, that it goes up every now and then, about a guy who loaded a ship full of $5,000 worth of like real-world value-isk, you know, yeah. game, real-time money you can sell and turn into $5,000. Yeah. He loaded it all up on a ship thinking he'd be fine. And then he got ambushed and robbed. And I'm like, that game scares me so much. I know. That actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. It's so hard and impenetrable to get into it and to get going. But the things but that happen at the high level. To. Well, the things that happen at that high level of that game are so fascinating to me. Like, it's They're just like criminal crazy. masterminds. Like, it's like a Petri <laughs> dish or like a lab. You know how there's lab rats. They're like mm-hmm. real human lab rats in a virtual world with some of the most disgusting, despicable, proudly so, people that are ruthless mm-hmm. about control of territory and trade and stealing from people. And I mean, most of our games, keep in mind, all the, all this is considered like uh, things that rub people the wrong way, you know, like ninja looting. So let's get this out of the sure. game. And Eve's like, no, nope, we still got it. You want to screw over your buddy that you're friends with for 20 years? Have at it. Oh, yeah. They don't care. Do it. Yeah. They, they and, and the betrayals and even the real world consequences to some people who get doxxed for playing the game. Like it's, yeah, it's such a wild. I'm so scared. I, I don't even, I want to log in because I'm fascinated by it, but I just can't. I'm too scared. Well, here's the deal with this dude. Um, 
player named Lactose. <laughs> He's probably got the farts. Anyway, he was ambushed by another player or other players while hauling a lifetime's worth of treasure, losing an astonishing 150 billion isk, which is Eve Online's currency in the game. Uh, but it goes even further. It gets worse. After you look at the kill report, the damages are higher. Player estimated the total loss, including the ship, to be 500 billion isk, which is the equivalent of $5,000 USD when converted to EVE Online subscription time, which you can do with your ISK. Um, it's easily one of the most expensive ship kills since EVE Online launched 16 years ago. Wow. Yeah, so he, it's literally worth 5000 You can cash that out for you know by selling game time. With That's crazy. Like that. That's he crazy. just put it in a ship and set sail and thought, this yeah. is like, a You, you can take it to a craps table or a poker table, you know, but then you know what you're getting into, or you can lose it playing a spaceship simulator. Oh, no. <laughs> And now I've got $5,000. What if I loaded it into the spaceship and flew through pirate-infested space? Yeah. Maybe he got, he got, he got, he got overconfident because, you know, this is, he's had it forever and he just kind of lost his edge, I guess, or I don't know. What was his potential reward for this situation though? Like, that's what I'm curious about. Like, what did he hope to gain from this this decision? Dude, uh, greed is a dirty mistress. Should get you no matter what. He was probably off you never getting know. money. Someone might have messaged him saying, "I know your secret. Put this, put your things over here, and you know, do as I say." So he might have been already part of some other evil plot, and then got double plotted. You know, like, could have been. Right. Yeah, could have been. Like who knows? They, everything about that game is dark and shady, and every just the worst aspects of humanity on full display to, to bathe in glory. Yeah. Like it's like lie, cheat, steal form, form corporations to choke out other corporations from control of valuable resources. It's nuts. And it's an old ass game and they, they'd rather play that than like elite dangerous or no man's sky. Oh, wow. Look at this. Uh, so, okay. The full name of the character was his full name is lactose intolerant. That's the name of the character. Um, he belonged to the corporation in the game called Among Shadows. He's been playing since day one of this game, since it launched in, in uh, 2003. Wow. It says uh, he also had on the ship a stash of blueprints, which weren't bought through microtransactions, uh, but slowly accrued over 16 years of playing. Those were really valuable, I guess. Um, the guy won't talk about it. He won't talk to anyone about the thing. He must be just bummed out, man. There's some newer guy who's probably played for six months, joined a crew of pirates, <laughs> and just hit a huge payday. <laughs> I got 16 years worth of player progression. What a fun that one thing, kill. though. What other video game can claim this kind of weirdness? None of them. And, it's, like, yeah. that guy will probably never have a higher moment than that kill. That's also kind of random because probably nobody transports 5,000, like, a lifetime worth of equipment and ship. Yeah. So that yeah. person right now is in the, is in the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> I got five thousand dollars. Time to go to the Caribbean. That's, yeah. that's he's in a hotel drinking uh, Mai Tais or whatever they're called and and playing Eve online in um Mexico. Well if you okay, I'm gonna do some quick calculations. Five hundred zero 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 zero. That's five hundred billion divided by um what what do we was five thousand dollars so yeah. five thousand dollars that's each dollar is worth one hundred no hundred million 
I can't do the math. But All that's right, third thing we're not allowed to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Number math. three, math. Yeah, I can't. I think I'm okay on math. Yeah, are you? What do you think that was then for the conversion? Because five thousand. I don't. Yeah, that was the thing. I don't know what we were doing. I don't know why we did five hundred. You started doing the formula out loud like a beautiful mind style, but we weren't. Yeah, well, we were following along because we assumed you knew what you were doing. Trust me, I'm nowhere. I can't do like that guy. So five thousand. What are you trying to figure out? So this is what I was trying to figure out. What is the? What is the? If it's five hundred million isk or five hundred billion isk, and it's worth five thousand real world dollars, five hundred billion. Okay. Uh, how much is? What was I trying to find out? <laughs> well, no wonder your math didn't pan out. You don't even know what you were trying to prove. It's just like here's the numbers from this story. Numbers. <laughs> These numbers are insane. Okay. <laughs> I can't think of why you I wanted to know. Results I'm getting. <laughs> what is the dollar? Oh, what is the dollar per isk? So if you had oh, to say, it, yeah, so that's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, hang on. All right. Uh... <laughs> there are several different numbers in this news story. I've plugged all of them into a calculator, and the results are shocking. They're sh- you won't believe what happened. <laughs> Click here to see. All right, well, let's find out what that. Yeah, the conversion rate is what I'm looking so for. So it's a hundred million isk is one dollar. Okay, hundred million isk. Oh, so I was right. Hundred million isk per dollar. I just didn't realize it. Yeah, in my head I mean, as just I was think, it, think of it as like five thousand. Yeah. You know, one. Yeah. So is it worth? I guess my question is, what was he going to do if he had never gotten caught or or busted or, or robbed? Well, chat room points out that you can't cash out in the game. So while there is a monetary value associated with it because you can spend real money to attain this, yeah. uh, it's there is not going to be a there's not gonna be a like sipping my ties anywhere no matter what your big score. Yeah, of course. Because be. you can't you can't convert it to real world currency. Um the isk is not transferable. However, it is usable as as game time. So if you were to use it as game time, he would never have to pay for the game ever again in the history of his life, and probably many times over that. You think he's um, done playing? I would be after this. Are you kidding? To start over with all that lost, unless he's really into the the role playing of it. You know, he may be really into this yeah. idea that I I jettisoned. Like, away. There's an empire in my vision that I'm going to build, but yeah, it's just a game, dude. Like, yeah. Maybe just do some other things before you die. Yeah. I'm super curious about it. Also, I wonder if there's like a black markety thing where you could sell ISK on, you know, Chinese trader markets or something and make real money with That's it. That's the thing I is, know. I don't know. The whole game scares me. <laughs> for all I know, like the underworld trading is going on in EVE Online for illicit services. I mean, it's fascinating. I wish I, it's one of those things I wish I was good at or cared about more in terms of the penetration of it. So that I could then experience this weird back end of it. Because it's so weird. Scott, I want us to do a bet right now. Go. Do you think that at any point between now and whenever this show of ours comes to, to an end. Yeah. Bo comes on this show and is like, well, I'm playing EVE Online. And no. that's his game of the week. You think it ever happens? I could see a scenario where, yes, that could happen. No, I think I've tried it though. I know what's I know what's in there. I had a friend who really wanted to rope me in, good friend Al, because he was playing it for a while. He's like, "Oh, everything else is a baby game. This is a real game." And you know, he likes a good, intense, tough game. 
and so I try. I gave it a try. I he I, it, the, the last that we talked about, it, he was laughing at me for my nub decision. I had eight hard points, I think, or whatever, where you put guns. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of different lenses for lasers. So I put all the lasers of a rainbow because I thought it looked cool when I shot. It was all the different colors, but apparently that's really bad to do because you don't kill anything because it's different damage types and stuff. Yeah. So I, I like I couldn't kill anything. <laughs> I was playing really, really badly, and I was like, you know, this game's not fun. Yeah. I need pretty yeah. lasers on my spaceship. I think. I mean, the game's still just beautiful, right? Like they've they've kept it up to date it looks great i love how it feels to be in that space and that music behind it it's just so cool and then i'm presented with what do i need to do to play this and it's like oh my gosh i can't do all look at this giant and people always joke oh it's a spreadsheet with a really nice graphical interface but yeah it kind of is and i don't that's not compelling to me now I running think it happens. I'm with you. I, I like Bo. Eventually plays it. I think you're right, though. I do think Bo will eventually play it. And then <laughs> Bo's the only one who's like, "No, it's not happening." You I know why? Do, I can't. I can't do MMOs. It has to be a really good MMO. But I this is really why. This is why because as you say those words, we just recently came off of the 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 Bo World Tour of freaking uh, Black Desert Black 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 Desert Online. Online. <laughs> And some and some dress, wait, wait, busted. some weird dress you spent a bunch of money on, and all that. Like what, what happens in Grand Theft Wasted? That's me, right? Yeah, now. wasted. Black and white. wasted. But yeah, yeah like okay. we, I think there's. I, if if that hadn't happened, if we hadn't just gone through that particular gauntlet, I'm not. I'm not sure I'd feel. Yeah, and strongly. Black Desert Online is like the perverted uncle of Eve Online. <laughs> Wait, so it's not a far. This isn't a far stretch. That, why? Why perverted and why? Uncle? That place is herpes ridden. Because <laughs> <laughs> all they ever talk about is waifus, boobs, and and weird stuff in that server chat. And every chat you go in, it's oh, public. Like, I it's see. It's all you know. It's. I thought they just talked about Alienware computers all day. Well, that's part. That's the that's the most PG part of the conversation. We take a break from all the inappropriateness to talk about Alienware and share so memes. Weird, but like man. mostly, it's like you know. Waifu, waifu, lolly, lolly business in the chat. So it's, lolly, lolly. You know, because like part of that game is it's also like a character creator simulator with full with glasses and lingerie for your buxom dream girl fighting person. And you see them in the city. Like it's, it's like a red light district in some of the towns you go in. And you're just like, what the hell happened? Where, where did I turn wrong? Because they're yeah. wearing all these weird, sexy costumes in like a fantasy medieval. It's like 20th century lingerie in like you know Lord of the Rings fantasy land. It's ridiculous. Are you ever tempted to just install Second Life and see what's happening in there? I sometimes <laughs> no, because I played Second Life. What was it? Second Life. Second Life. Yeah. yeah. I logged in a few times and like I just found all the turbo dildo joints and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> I'm just like it was. It's not fun. Like it was just not. I'm like this is just gross for the sake of being gross, and it's not fun. And I'm never doing this. Again. Well, that's why I want to see. Is it is it still operating? Um, I think so. Let's see. Second really? life. Let me just see. Yeah, it's still. You can go. Secondlife.com. <laughs> go back to the turbo dildo hunt. Here it is, right here. Uh, you uh, click to allow to continue. Okay, that's what I don't want them to show. Uh, this looks uh, something's fishy. I don't like here. when a site drops oh. me right on the sign up screen. Yeah, this is don't go to this place. This something's up here. What the heck? Yeah, okay, maybe Second Life is gone. 
No, no, I'm on join.secondlife.com. It's just it doesn't take you to a nice splash page. It takes me to a create my account page like right away. Oh, here it is. is. The the ad they had over here was totally wrong. All right, so Second Life, Uh your world, your imagination. Look at all these people. They've upgraded the graphics and stuff. Look at this. Yeah, is it worth getting back into, you think, man? I doubt it. I just want to see how psycho it is. (laughs) I doubt it. I want to see how weird it is. Like, I want to get in there and say, they they got a place in here called Murder City. What is that? Let's find out. Yeah. So look, go to Trending, the most popular destinations. Big Daddy's 80 Club. Big Daddy's 80s Club, Portal Park 2, Hollywood Airport, Portal Park 1, Totally 80s Club, Rockin' Robin Retro Club. What they don't tell you is there's like full on like getting it on everyone's, in here. Everyone's naked. Cinnabar I, looks like the hot spot. I kind of want to, I kind of want to just. There's some woman in a bikini barfing blue mist. You know what? Here Before the next core, I'm getting back into Second Life to see what's up. <laughs> Do we want to really? live raid? Yeah. Sec- I've done it before. Next week, let, let's live raid on the show. Second, <laughs> get all of our listeners. I don't want to even get week. into Second Life, but I will enjoy watching you all. Everyone live, let's like come, we'll make a thing of it next week, Wednesday. Install, they've, and we'll just find some place to go hang out. They've massively updated the graphics. This looks a lot better than it used to. This used to be ugly. It's true. It does look like, you know. Oh, there's a romance section. Look at this. Meet people who share your passions, have fun, flirt, date, and even fall in love. Explore exotic places like Frank's Place or Skinny. (laughs) That seems dangerous. No. Yeah, this is all pretty weird. Frank's Place. All right. I may have to get in there. I'm just saying I want to know what that is in 2020 because the last time I was in there was like 2006 when I thought it was like a cool idea that we we're in a virtual world, man. It's just like living in the future and and then things, you know, then, then this and it never happened. It never became that destination. So what is it today? I want to know. I don't know. Somebody might be making money. It says last year they paid out uh more than 60 million to creators. 60 million last year in 2019 they shelled out that much money to people who make stuff in the game That's i'm trying claim. to remember what oh. it was that i was into when i was when i was a kid like 1998 and i remember it was 98 because there was a matthew broderick godzilla movie tie-in with this thing it was a place where it was nothing but like 3d worlds and chat rooms yeah like i can't remember what it was called though it might have and been it was this. just like because because hasn't this been around that long how long wait second life how long has it been around i don't think it was second life though i'm gonna find out when it launched because i don't i don't remember second life oh that was yeah that's 2003 so it was a ways into it yeah uh, so it was this thing where you would just go and it was just like basically a chat room and like the most rudimentary 3d stuff in the world and you could like create your own houses and I, it was People, oh, I see. People are saying first life. First life. I don't know. I don't remember what it, I don't remember what it was called. I think they're making um, that up. I don't think. And there was everywhere you went, was yeah. it Microsoft 3D Chat? I don't think that. May, was maybe could have been. Uh, but uh, yeah, everywhere you went, there people would be playing middies <laughs> and there'd be animated gifts of flags up. It was weird. Yeah, it was the weirdest place. Wasn't AOL? See, I love stuff like that. <laughs> that weird some of that weird early like we're putting graphics to internet things kind of time i love that stuff i just can't remember what it was called 
uh, <laughs> Microsoft. Oh, maybe chat. it's Outer Worlds oh. or Alpha Worlds. That sounds right. Alpha chat Worlds. I don't know. That sound right? Sorry, is, this, is this like Second Life, but some other thing? It was like Second Life in a lot of ways. It might be Outer Worlds. This seems right, actually. Great. It's called Outer now Worlds. we're even more concerned, confused about the Outer Worlds, the Outer Wilds, and now there's an older <laughs> uh-huh. Outer yep. Worlds. Let's just... Perfect. Let's just keep going. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, well done. Great email. Got us down a nice rabbit hole. Appreciate that there, JP. Uh, all right. I think that's going to do it for today's show. Hey, don't forget, this show is available anywhere you get your podcasts. And one thing we really appreciate is when you spend your time uh, doing a little review wherever you got it, if you like it on iTunes or Google Play. Oh, Google just updated their um, uh, their Android podcast player. It's a nice update. And it's also on iOS now. So if you guys are looking for another competitor in the uh, podcast player market, uh, that one's out there and available as of today. Anyway... Uh, leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. That'd be cool. You can also support us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash core show. If you're thinking, man, I'd sure like some cool extra stuff like pre-show stuff or other things, you can get them at patreon.com slash uh, core show. All right. Frogpants.com slash core is our website. You can uh, find everything there, including our Twitter accounts, core pod for the show, John underscore Jagger for John. You can also find Bo at Bo Schwartz and I'm at Scott Johnson. Uh, We're here every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time for the live show. If you want to come be a part of that, that'd be great. Thank you guys for watching who are here. And uh, that's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John, for all of you. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.